Good morning, everybody. It's 8.37 on the morning show. Time now, Community Focus. Uh, once again, we have this program on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Try to fill the people in on what's going on in the community. And we're fortunate to have the mayor of Bath with us in studio. Mike Sweet is uh, with us once again. Welcome back, Mike. Nah, thanks, Dave. I brought a Dave Day with me today. Yeah, I know. It's sunny, pleasant, and in the mid-70s. Yeah, That's beautiful. That is a Dave Day. No doubt about that. Hey, we got a long list of things to talk about here. So let's You were just... Quoted in the news uh, with uh, Brian O'Neill about the uh, Dana Lion School, and that is starting to have some action and going. Yeah, forward. it's been a, it's been a long process. I'm I'm thinking up probably close to a decade, if it, if not over a decade, that that building sat vacant. And uh, you know, I've said it yesterday, Dave. I don't know if it's the uh, best uh, scenario, but it's the best cards that uh, we were dealt. Um, they're gonna. It's gonna be income-based housing so not necessarily low-income housing so so to speak it's income-based so you have to work and if you look at the job market here in bath a lot of it's retail um you know so it's a at the lower end of the wage scale so mostly one bedroom apartments a few uh double uh units on, on the top floor but what we can say is that the company has a solid reputation um, the Save the Lion com uh, Committee put a lot of effort into this project. They didn't take it lightly. Um, the school is very near and dear to them. So there was a lot of vetting that went on with this company, Providence Housing, and uh, they were selected. It was finally approved. Uh, I think the approval came almost two years ago. And they've been going through the process, uh, Providence, to acquire funding. And it was just announced earlier this week that they've secured it. So construction can be begin as early as this fall. So do you know if the annex portion is is covered as part of the that, that purchase or, or that the annex uh, portion will remain with the save the line committee um, but it will be renovated so the entire space is going to okay. be renovated much it's much needed uh, is you can see when oh, you yeah. drive by the place but it's going to be beautiful. They're going to maintain the original look uh, in the exterior of the building, and uh, it's going to be beautiful. That's you know, it's going to be better than what we have now, and I think that's the goal for us is to make it better than what we have now. Well, that's one of my questions, and is, you know, is it going to kind of retain the, the Dana Lion look? Yeah, and I think that was very important to the Save the Lion Committee. So all right. it was a long process, but uh, we're all happy. I, I know the Save the Lion Committee is very happy as well with, with the end result. Uh, uh, so we're excited to see all these plans go from paper to reality. Looks like they have saved the lion. They have saved the lion. All right. Let's talk about uh, the village is offering a sidewalk project. Why don't you touch on that? Yeah, so just that. to clarify this, we've talked about it before. I posted it on my Facebook page. Um, if you were on the list to get sidewalks replaced, meaning you were going to pay a third and uh, the village was going to pay the balance, um, we last year as a village board voted to pay the entire project. We have capable staff. We can do it cheaper, quicker. We had problems getting contractors through COVID. So we bought the forms. So we're doing it ourselves. And, and what that means is that we can no longer build a homeowner, nor do we want to. So everyone that was on that list is going to get their sidewalk done this year. We're going to try to compete the or complete the entire list that we had. And then moving forward, the code department, the street department will work uh, together to identify the worst sidewalks in the village, and they'll become a priority. And every year you'll see us replacing uh, sidewalks throughout the village. So down the road, I would say in three or four years, it's going to be even more walkable than it is right now in terms of the village. And uh, it's exciting. It's uh, one more way we can give back, one more way we can put our talented people from the street department to work. And uh, they enjoy doing it. 
I, I love seeing it. Now, you've uh, talked a lot about the dog part, and there are some upgrades going on there and improvements, and uh, pickleball courts are about ready to go. Yeah, the pickleball courts were um, poured, so they got a cure for 28 days, and these pickleball courts are going to be the best that you can build. So they're going to have fencing, so the ball won't go from one court to the other. It'll stay in the area. Um, but the beauty of it is we're doing the entire project in-house. Not a lot of communities can do that. We're doing it in-house. We've saved thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. Um, one addition we made to the dog park area is we're putting a, a security fence up. It'll be a six-foot fence up along um, Allen Street and Roby Street where there's some residential housing. And we, as a board, um, decided to fund the entire fence along with the uh, privacy slats that go in it. So They'll add some more security and privacy uh, between those two spots. But, Dave, I spend a lot of time out there just sitting to see, you know, what goes on out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's quiet. People are taking care of it. And it's really a great space. And it's going to get better with the with the addition of pickleball. And, and then hopefully next year we'll add, we'll add a bathroom to the... Now, when it comes to the pickleball and people want to play, how does that process? Just go and play, or do they have to reserve, or don't, don't you haven't got into that yet? Well, from what we're hearing in the request, uh, the, or the people that are uh, interested, it's, there's going to be a lot of people. So right now, we've been working with Kurt Eaton. I don't know if you know him, but he's, uh, he's an avid pickleball player. Um, he lives here in the community, retired uh, state trooper investigator. I've asked him so so to speak, to kind of uh, help us with the building construction of these uh, pickleball courts to make sure they're laid out correctly and they're not in the sun. And he's helping us with rules and giving us ideas. So we may have a reservation process down the road. I guess we're going to have to wait and see um, how that how that goes. But yeah. I think it would be a great thing, something finally that the community is interested in. So it's exciting. Let's talk about... Uh Beguis, uh, they're doing some improvements, not only uh, some uh, gas pipe replacement, right? Gas and water on Haverline. Yeah. So they'll be bo doing both projects at once, coming in just opposite directions, and then they'll crisscross. So just so you know, Haverline Street will be repaved next year. Um, there's going to be a lot of construction this year. That'll be the biggest project and interrupt the most people. I'm happy with uh, the efforts they've made to reach out to um, the KOA to make sure that everybody's on base, all the campers coming in. They understand what's going on on Haverline um, so they can look for an alternative route to the KOA or they'll know our work patterns. And we're trying to work around their busiest times, which are Friday afternoon and Sunday. So um, just be, be cautious of that. Haverline Street's going to be tore up for most of the summer. Uh, once again, we're talking to Mike Sweet, the Village of Bath Mayor, talking about a variety of topics that are going on. I just want to remind everybody, you may have seen this on Facebook, but if you didn't, the Bath Electric Gas and Water Systems on uh, doing uh, hydrogen flushing on Roby Street and Maple Heights area, that'll be uh, overnight and also Friday, so there could be some uh, dirty water. Just be aware, let your cold water run for about five minutes before you use it. Okay, there's more to talk about here, Mike. What am I missing here? Well, the <laughs> Charters of Freedom is not something that we've talked about much. Uh, Charters of Freedom. Okay, I'm, I'm yeah. lost. I don't know what that There's is. There's a company out of uh, Arizona that sponsors this uh, charity, so to speak, that gives back to these communities. Bath has been chosen for the first um, location in New York State to receive these gifts. And they're Charters of Freedom. So they have the Constitution, the Civil Rights, and the Bill of Rights. Um, and they're put in these beautiful brick cases it's bronze etched bronze all lit 
and they're going to be placed in Paltney Park. Uh, it, they're going to be absolutely stunning. There's five different boxes. They'll be lit up, underlit. Um, so knowing that, the, we're hoping that this construction can begin in July. We're going to have to make some modifications to the park. So we're going to have to move a couple of the flower beds uh, south a little bit. But I'm going to be posting some pictures on my Facebook page of what this is all about. I'll post the, the website. But there's no cost to the village, to the county. They originally were going to donate these to the county. And Jack Wheeler you know, said that they had limited space here in downtown. They could have put it over by the courthouse. But we thought Pontley Park would be a more central location. You'll be able to see it from the intersection there. And they're absolutely stunning. Um, so that's a very exciting project that's going to happen this summer, in addition to everything else that Thank we have goodness. going on. It's going to be a busy summer. Things going on, and that's good because things are slowed down because it is COVID event, and it's time to get back to normal, you know? Yeah, it's nice to see this back to normal. And just another thing just happened this morning, Dave. Uh, the grievance day for the town tax assessments is May 23rd, and as a result, the village is waiving the two-hour parking um, requirements in, in downtown on Liberty Street. So we understand that you may ha be there more than two hours. Uh, nobody knows exactly how many people will show up, and they're not taking appointments now. Um, so we're waiving that, and if it goes to two days, we'll waive it for two days. But uh, we want everybody, that's the last thing they should be worried about when they're going in to grieve their taxes. So don't worry about parking tickets uh, on Grievance Day. The village is, what has day got is that you covered. Again? It's May 23rd. So they're not taking appointments now? I thought they were. The town board said they were, and the assessor's office said, no, you got to show up on May 23rd. So there's a disconnect over there. Oh, boy. Um, we're trying to get the story straight because we know that there's hundreds of people potentially that uh, are going to want to grieve. So stay tuned to our page. We're trying to pay, post as much uh, information as we can. I know that the town, sadly, has been short on, on coming out with uh, – verified information or any information at all so we're waiving the parking anyway for the people that are coming downtown to fight their uh, assessments and that's one thing you will not have to worry about yeah well it's something it's it's you know sometimes people get the village of bath and town of bath they think it's all one and mm -hmm. we all geographically are one but the village is run with its own separate government the town of bath has got its own separate government yeah. and the town of bath is what uh, uh, people are having a little difficulty with the the assessments. Yeah. You, you don't. The village doesn't do assessments. We we have no we have no control of the assessments. In fact, the first time our office realized it was the day after the letters were sent out. Uh, Jackie Schroyer, our clerk, started receiving phone calls about the assessments. Yeah. So that's why I took to Facebook and made it very clear. Number one, the village was never informed that the assessment project was going on. And number two, we we absolutely have no control over it. But we're trying to help people as much as we can with information and you know we we have thousands of impressions on sweet for mayor facebook page we're trying to post as much information there as we can for people um they're affected all right fascinating conversation with mike sweet we have more to talk about but we don't have more time so we got to get you back okay <laughs> i'll come back anytime you want right. me, dave next month we'll get him back in here talk more about what's going on within the village of bath mayor mike sweet our guests this morning on Community Focus. By the way, this program has been recorded. It'll be available in our podcast section if you want to listen to it again, or maybe you only heard part of it. It'll be available uh, a little after 9 o'clock, and it'll be at wvimbat.com. Click on Podcast, then click on Community Focus.